Okay, so we're going to talk about abuse. Like, um, we have so many things that we're going to talk about during this series, but I kind of wanted to start off with abuse because abuse comes in so many different forms. But when we hear the word abuse, we just automatically, our minds automatically kind of go right to physical. But there, you have that emotional abuse, you have the mental abuse, you have the physical abuse, but it's all abuse. So you may be in a situation where you don't even know you're being abused. Like you could be going through mental abuse and because your mind is so stuck on abuse as being physical that you don't even realize you're in a mental abuse situation. You don't realize you're being emotionally abused because that person hasn't physically done something to you. You don't even know. And that's why we're going to talk about abuse because it tears you up as an individual when you're in an abusive situation. Um, I know someone who was in a very abusive relationship at a very young age, um, 14, 15, she was, she really liked this boy, um, he seemed to be a nice, a nice kid, so she could gather from what she knew, but what she didn't know is that because they were young and didn't really know life and really still learning how relationships work. She didn't know that he had demons. He was unhappy. He had been through some emotional scarring in his younger childhood days that was about to change her life as well. Um, they meet, they get together. This 14-year-old girl is now at the hands of a 15-year-old boy who's abusive. She lived in that situation for over 12 years. She was his punching bag when he was upset at things that others did. He emotionally tore her down. He called her names. He told her she was ugly, she was fat. She would never be nothing for anyone else. Um, she kind of went through a lot. She remained true to herself through, you know, through through the entire duration of abuse. But when you're abused, those scars, they really don't go anywhere. It's like you look for that abuse in, like, the next situation. So once you've been abused, your mind is so screwed up that you want to continually be abused without you realizing that you don't have to be abused. Like, you don't have to, you don't have to stay in that situation and endure that type of abuse. So if you're able to get away from your abuser, 
then you don't have to go back. Like, we as individuals, it's amazing how the human mind works. Things happen, you take it in, it stays, and then that's what attracts you because that's what you look for. So because she had been abused at such a young age at the hands of a male, that someone that would tell her that he loved her, but when he would get angry, would hit her, that's all she knew. She didn't know anything else. So when she finally was able to be lucky enough to get out of the situation with him and it didn't kill her, she went to the next situation looking for that man that was going to mentally and emotionally and physically abuse her. Because if you're being physically abused, it happens. You know, it it, it all kind of goes together. If If you have someone that's beating on you, then they're saying things to you. So they're emotionally bringing you down and they're mentally tearing you apart. So the physical abuse kind of embodies the other two forms of abuse. So she got away from that only to go into her next situation looking for the physical abuse, which only means the mental and the emotional as well. But this guy wasn't a physical abuser. So in her mind, this is different. Everything is new. This is, you know, that she was young. She didn't know any better. She knew for 12 years she had been someone's punching bag. This man isn't putting his hands on her. This man is is loving on her from what she could see. And he's giving her the things that she's craving because she was in such a bad situation before. But he was just as abusive as the person she had left. Only this time, it was mental. He mentally played games with her and mentally said things to her to take control of, to take control of her. So much to the point that she completely became someone else. She was no fun to hang out with. She couldn't go where her friends went. Um, she couldn't really be around family without him being upset or accusing her of doing things she wasn't doing. So she kind of became isolated in him. He was all she knew and her children and his children. She didn't know anything else because he kept her so isolated and away from others that I mean, if he wasn't doing it, she wasn't doing it because that's the way he wanted it. And she kind of conformed to that because this was different than what she was used to. And it seemed as though he loved on her and this is the way love was supposed to look. So she was mentally taken down. She was emotionally, she was okay in the beginning, but her mental was all confused because, well, I was just getting my butt whooped in her mind 
And now you're telling me that I can't be around my family, but yet you love me and you love my family, but you accuse me of cheating when I'm with my family. So she was kind of all over the place. As time progressed with this man, things started to get worse. But she was so blinded by what she thought was love that she couldn't see that he was still mentally abusing her. He was mentally tearing down her character. He was mentally warping her mind, making her think that without him, she won't be able to survive. This young lady worked. She paid her bills. She helped him. She helped him in the time when he couldn't help himself. She helped his children. She helped her children. She ran businesses for herself, for him. She did a lot of these things. But in her mind, without him, she couldn't do it. What she didn't know is she was already doing it. So life for her was normal. That was normal. So she went with it. Until the one day he became abusive. A heated argument turned into a choke, into a slam, into a sprained ankle. Knowing in her mind it's not right, but because that's what she's used to, she went with it. He'll never do it again. He loves me. He's shown he's loved me all these years. So this was just her thinking, maybe I was talking too much. Maybe I needed to be quiet to not escalate this into me becoming the punching bag. She went back. And he proposed. She said, I, I definitely do want to marry you. They planned a wedding. They get married. That mental abuse that turned physical one time became a normal for her. That mental abuse now turned into emotional abuse. He was emotionally tearing her character apart. Nothing that she could do was ever right. Nothing she could say was ever right. The way that she raised their children wasn't right. Nothing about her was right, but he married her. Nothing she could say was right, but he married her. She's still not there yet. She's still trying to conform to what he wants. Things became more physical. The argument started to get more aggressive. Um, life started to become unhappy to live. Thoughts of suicide became bigger for her. Thoughts of worthlessness became high. Appearance started to decline. 
self-love started to go away and all of these things because she was lost again in a situation with someone that she thought loved her. Someone that she thought loved her unconditionally. But he had conditions. And his conditions were whatever he said. Those are my conditions. Um, Things kind of took a ugly turn because the children that they blended together started to become violent toward her. He wasn't supportive. So those children that were his started to despise her, started to hate her, started to look at her in a totally different light because he abused her and she stood for it. And so things grew aggressively out of control that the hands of a 16-year-old pulled a gun on her because that 16-year-old hated her so much because of the words of a man. She left. Live life without her husband and their blended family. Tried to live a little life. They decided that getting a divorce would be best for both of them. That they were enjoying life without each other. And they were a lot happier without each other. So they decided to go past that. You know what? Let's get a divorce. You're happy. I'm happy. Let's just get a divorce. Okay, great. They get a divorce. She meets someone else. A little younger. Seemed to be headstrong. Seemed to know what he wanted. Seemed to be fully into her. Whatever she wanted to do, he was right there. Backing her, supporting her. Loving on her, kissing on her. Building her up. Being there for her emotionally when her heart broke. Or being there for for her emotionally when things seemed to be astray. He was there. But he also had a demon. He was abusive. Not the him that would go to bed at night and wake up in the morning and go to work, bring home a paycheck, and enjoy his life. But the one that would indulge in liquor. See, she had endured so much abuse as a child and as a kid, as a young adult, as a teenager, that she didn't know that abuse was just going to follow her. But he seemed to not be that abusive type. There was no mental or physical or emotional abuse that she could see from this young man at all. He just seemed to be the breath of fresh air that she needed. She went for it. He also was abusive. 
when he would get drunk, she became the target. She was every name that he could think to call her. She was every person that she never thought she would be to him. When she would try to diffuse and try to calm the situation down, he would become aggressive. Um, I remember her um, telling me about a situation with this young man where she was at home. You know, she finally had decided that she didn't want to be in this situation with him anymore. And that it was time for her to move on because... The abuse had become so much that now she's able to recognize it. And now, once I see it, I'm over it type of thing with her. And, yeah, she. Re- I remember her calling me one day and telling me that she had almost lost her life. <clears throat> and I said... Lost your life? How? I just talked to you earlier. You seem to be fine. Well, that young man was unhappy because she had ended their relationship a few months earlier. And he had been out drinking. And in his mind, he needed to know why they couldn't be together. So he showed up to her apartment. I asked her why did she let him in, and she said, you know, I didn't. Um, The buzzers were broken at our apartment. The doors were just opening, and anybody could get in. He came in, and he knocked on the door. When she went to the door to open it to see who it was, he pushed past her and immediately attacked her. No warning given, no anything. They started fighting. She's trying to get away. He's not letting her away. He told her that, you know, you won't ever be with anybody else. If it's not with me, it won't be with anybody. At that moment, she told me she feared for her life. But there was nothing she could do. She kicked and she screamed, but no one came to help. Her cell phone was too far away. She couldn't call help. She said he climbed on top of her, put both of his hands around her neck, and proceeded to choke her. She was in and out of consciousness. She started to slip away. And for a second, she closed her eyes, and she started talking to God and said, you know, just take care of my children. Take care of my mother because she's going to be very broken and hurt when they have to find me laying in this kitchen on this floor when I don't answer my phone. And she said she just said a little prayer and lay there because at that moment she realized she couldn't fight him. After her prayer... And she closed her eyes to be okay with the fact that she was getting ready to die. He let her go. 
he let her go. He stood up and he told her he was sorry and he wanted to have sex with her. She was nervous, she was scared and everything. So she found a way to get him out of her apartment because he's not leaving, he won't go anywhere and all this. So after we talked, you know, I asked her, I said, how do you feel now? And all she could say is, I'm trapped. And I was confused. Trapped? How? I'm trapped by the hands of a man. No, I told her, you're not trapped. You just haven't found the guy for you yet. But you're not trapped. She said, no, I'm trapped. My boyfriend as a teenager beat me. We had kids and he continually beat on me. I got married. My husband, he beat me. He scarred me emotionally. He scarred me physically. He scarred me in every type of way that a a woman could be scarred. He did it. And here I am again in this situation. She looked at me and she said, qualities and things that she has to offer to a relationship why does it have to come in the form of abuse I looked at her and I told her you just gotta work on you you have to learn who you are you have to be able to see things that you wouldn't necessarily be able to see but you have to work on you so I'm gonna say this to anyone else that has had to endure abuse. You're better than the abuse. And you have to work on you. It's scary. It may seem like you can't go anywhere. It may seem like. Life has. Got you in a chokehold. But you are better than the abuse. And no one deserves that. Male or female. No one deserves it. And how do I know? Because this girl was me. It was me. Everything that I just told you was me. Some stuff I left out. Some stuff I didn't touch on. But it was me. My physical abuse. My emotional scars. Um... They've kind of helped mold me into who I am today. Like, I I still struggle with, you know, trusting people. I still kind of struggle with letting my guard down. I do still struggle in certain aspects. But when it comes to the abusive part, um, I kind of can see it. Early on, just from talking, I can kind of see it. 
and actions and I can see it and things like that. But this girl was me. Um, I started being abused at the hands of someone who loved me at the early age of 14. All the way up until I was 19. Um... I left, actually, older than that, 21, 20, 21. Um, I left that situation and, and met my husband, who was not, you know, didn't start off physically abusive, but he turned into being very mental and emotionally abusive. And then it slowly turned into physical abuse. Um, once I was tired and I could see ways out of the situation where I still was able to breathe air into these lungs and still be able to go about my day-to-day -day life, I realized it was time to go. So I left and I took my three children with me and we started to proceed to live life for us where I was in control. Um, But, you know, I still was kind of searching and yearning for the male companionship or someone to to love me for me something that I had never experienced before so when I met this young guy I just knew that he was my he was maybe not my forever but maybe very close to it. Um, and that turned out not to be the case. He was a abusive drunk. And I was his target every time. So now here we are, 2020, and single. And I can see things clearer now. I don't look for justification on what I want to do through someone else. I love myself for me and how I look, how I present myself to the world. I have not always been this way. The abuse at the hands of someone else caused me to lose focus on who I was it has taken me almost two years to get back to who I was so if you're living in that situation if you can leave leave it's hard I know it takes time but just speaking from my experiences once you learn who you are you will appreciate the fact that you left thank you for listening